0: What's up everyone? This is a flashback Friday episode to episode 201 where I talk about grip strength. I wanted to bring this back uh, to surface because I think this is one of those things that people often forget about in their training and it literally transfers to so many other things in the gym, in life, and overall health. So without further ado, here is episode 201 about grip strength. And I'm going to get into the topic of grip strength, because somebody mentioned it to me the other day, and it got me thinking, my brain started going, and I'm like, I need to get this information out there, but before we begin, I need to do some shout-outs to some cities that have been listening to my show. number one, which is super cool, first time ever on my top 10, is Carmen Kanda. And I had to actually look up the city. And it turns out Carmen is a city out in Manitoba. Shout out to everybody in Manitoba listening to my show. That's super, super cool. Number two is Ashburn, Virginia. Virginia has been popping up on my show a lot. So shout out to everyone in Virginia listening to my show. And I'm going to... Go into number three and number four because it's super awesome when I get cities from other parts of the world listening to my show. So number three, and I'm most likely going to butcher it, so I apologize in advance. It's Luzern, from Switzerland. Hopefully I said that right without offending anyone. So anyone from Switzerland listening to my show who has me on Facebook or Instagram... Send me one of those voice memo things with the right pronunciation and I will learn it for next time. And number four, all the way out in the UK is Hemel Hempstead. Shout out to everybody in the UK listening to my show. Super, super awesome. I am so humbled to have so many different cities around the world listening to my show. All right, let's get into the good stuff. Grip strength. I had this individual tell me that she was lacking um, in her grip strength when she was doing certain exercises with a barbell and dumbbell to a point where like, her wrist almost felt weak. And my train of thought when it comes to grip strength is kind of two, two directions. Number one is your body is telling you not to lift anything heavier than you're supposed to. A lot of times, people will start listening to their ego instead of their body and go down the rabbit hole of lifting heavy with momentum, with, you know, what is it called? The false grip, hook grip, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, the body can't take the load. And that's when injury happens. You know, grip dictates how much weight you can lift And I look at that as almost like a safety mechanism your body has to ensure that you don't fuck your shit up. But, this is the other train of thought, is your poor grip strength could be due to poor habits of gripping barbells and dumbbells. A lot of times when I see people train online, In the big box gym or at the gym I'm at, a lot of people have lazy grips. You know, they'll grab dumbbells for lunges or whatever, and as they're fatiguing, they'll start loosening up their grip because they are tired, you know? Our bodies are designed to keep us alive. And one of the mechanisms we have is to burn as less energy as possible because You know, if food is not around or available or water is not available, burning less energy is going to keep you alive. But your body doesn't know that we're living in the 21st century. We have food available within minutes. We can go on our phone, get something delivered. We can order our groceries online, have them delivered. We don't even have to leave the house and we'll have food and water. But your body doesn't know that. So as you're training, your body's going to find ways to perform the exercise with the least amount of energy as possible. When we perform any leg exercise, since the legs have the biggest part of the muscles involved in the movement happening at that moment in time, you're going to be burning through a lot of energy. This is why a lot of guys don't want to do leg day or split squats, or anything leg-related, because it's too difficult. Legs, leg exercises take up a lot of energy, so the body will find ways to, you know, break down the form, and break down um, the movement to make it a little bit easier, so you're not burning as many calories, so you don't technically die. But with that being said, things like You won't go as low in your lunge. You'll start, you know, holding on to the dumbbells to not exert too much energy. And what happens over time, if you always have a weak grip, a lazy grip, you know, you're just holding it by the fingertips, your grip strength won't improve. And over time, as you get fitter and you're going into more um, advanced exercises, the limiting factor is going to be your grip strength and not, you know, Your body weight or your leg strength or your upper body strength. It's going to be your grip strength. And I see this a lot. When people start getting fitter and they're like at that point where they want to start doing chin-ups and pull-ups, you know, they're repping out and they have to stop because their forearms are on fire because they physically can't hold the bar long enough before their forearms give out. So, Anytime I train someone brand new, I tell them right off the bat, anytime you hold on to a dumbbell, barbell, kettlebell, I want you to squeeze the shit out of it like you want to break it. That habit from the very beginning will improve over time and your grip strength will follow how your body's improving You know, through your fitness journey. A lot of people just don't like going through that you know, bit of discomfort. So grip is an easy way to make the exercise feel easier if you're holding on to weight. So there's a couple ways, even before I get into that, there's ways to cheat grip strength. This is where wrist wraps come into play, doing the, you know, one hand under, one hand over on the barbell deadlift if you can't grip heavier weight. And, you know, There's a time and place for it, but for, I would say, 99% of the population out there, if you're trying to deadlift and the weight is too heavy because your grip strength is a limiting factor, it's most likely that your body can't actually handle the load. And you going into that under and over grip, most likely you're going to hurt your back, tear a bicep tendon, just... Stupid shit will happen. Get your forearms and grip strong before you move up in weight. And this can be just a small little training, you know, switch. You know, if you know that by your third set your arms are going to give out, add two more sets to your training volume and cut the reps in half so you still build up. It's small little changes like that that can go a long way. Wrist wraps, same thing. You're better off just holding on to you know the dumbbell, the barbell, the kettlebell as tight as possible and really focus on that. If you're getting wrist wraps, you're adding load to your body that's not actually ready for it and it's just a ticking time bomb before something goes like, you know, your rotator cuff is going to get irritated. You know, don't put your body through stresses it's not ready for. Now, how do you improve your grip strength if you're already gripping the shit out of every object in the gym? You want to do loaded carries. You know, I always place some sort of variation of loaded carries into my clients' programs because it's one of the most... Functional, you know, exercises you can give somebody because everyday people—they're picking sh- shit up, they're holding up their kids, they're grabbing six bags of groceries, they're you know, picking up boxes, they're helping people move. Like grip strength comes full circle in life, and you need it. What I like to do is for like a basic farmer carry, I tend to use kettlebells because the a uh, handle tends to be a lot larger than a dumbbell and it just feels more natural to pick it up. What I'll do, and you'll see this a lot in my programs, is I like to do an inline farmer carry, meaning I'm taking you know, one step forward and then say I take one step with my left foot, my right foot follows and my right heel will go right in front of my left foot and I'm basically walking in a straight line as if I was in on like a two by four balance on a balance beam The reason behind this is I also want to build foot stability ankle stability hip stability core stability with Training my grip you know if I'm already doing an exercise like this. I might as well work as much as possible this also slows down the movement and forces the body to be really self-aware of what is happening and you get a lot more feedback and it's a chance to slow things down and really improve on those weak points right i like to make people bulletproof and then when i go from there when i you know do 10 to 20 steps you know if you do 20 steps heel to toe going forward and then backwards That's at least a minute to two minutes, depending on how long you take, and that's going to really focus on that grip strength. From there, there's so many different variations, and this is where I really like using the kettlebell. So from there, I would do a single arm variation. From there, I would do a double racked kettlebell farmer carry. From there, I would do a single arm bottoms-up farmer carry. From there, I would do, you know, a regular single arm farmer carry, and then the other arm is going to have it racked. The other variation is one's going to be pressed overhead, one's going to be down. The other variation is one's racked, one's pressed overhead. The other one would be one uh, both pressed overhead and walking. There's so many different ways of doing it. I also like using the trap bar and doing the same thing. There's so much you can do with the trap bar. You can really really load it. If you have someone that's a little bit larger and a little bit stronger and you don't have kettlebells that are heavy enough, the trap bar works really, really well. Another tool I like to use is those fat grips where you can put around a dumbbell or barbell or anything like that. The other one that a lot of people don't think about is just a hang on a pull-up bar. So I remember having this question brought up on my show before where someone asked, you know, I really want to do 20 pull-ups, and I kind of like fatigue out around 13 and 14. And I'm like, well, can you hold yourself up on the pull-up bar for two minutes straight? And the guy was like, I don't think so. And I'm like, well, to do 20 perfect pull-ups where you go to full extension, chest to bar, super controlled, you're going to be ha- you're going to be hanging there for a long time. So why not train? Um, just a static hold, right? Your forearms are literally going to be on fire if you did something like that. Another one that I like to do is little mobility work. If you've seen my videos for controlled articular rotations, I love doing wrist cars as part of the warm-up. I also like using the lacrosse ball or massage ball to roll out the soft tissue on my forearms to get the tissue kind of ready. All these small things, if you add them into your programs over time, your grip strength will improve. I'm gonna end it there, because I can keep going, and I'm already at 15 minutes, but hopefully this gave you some insight. And a great place to put all these um, carries is, you know, if you have a set of exercises and you're in your like bulk of your workout and you have three exercises in your set, add it as your fourth exercise, fifth exercise to finish it off. Because when you go slow on these carries, it also allows you to lower your heart rate from the first three exercises you had in your superset. It's a great way to implement in your program. All right, that's going to be it for that. The other thing I want to mention is my book, The Ironclad Body Training System. It is coming together. It is super, super close. Like, I'm looking at it right now. I have edited 170 freaking pages. Like, this thing is almost done. I am so excited to share it and a possible date to release it. I was actually just thinking about today. I need to open up my calendar. Uh, It's going to be in February. I'm looking at hopefully February 11th, which is a Monday. If I can get my shit together and finish editing this book, it's going to be released around that date. So keep your eyes peeled like... I'm so excited for this program, and speaking of grip strength, there's a lot of different carry variations in this program. Now, if you haven't really followed what I've been posting online, how this program works is there's a self-assessment in there where you film yourself, and it's a pass or fail for 12 movements. Depending on the score that you get out of 12 will dictate the version of of the program so the cool thing is that there's an advanced version an intermediate and a beginner so depending on what you score in the um, assessment is what program you'll be able to do so the other cool thing is if you were brand new to exercise or super banged up and you kind of need a restart you could do the beginner program And then after, do the intermediate and then do the advanced. Because if you follow that progression, you would actually start moving better, feeling better, getting stronger, and then you can challenge yourself going through all three versions of the program. And I'm super psyched to give that option to people because one of the issues that I had when I started in this industry is that I would buy a lot of coaches' programs and, you know, I was fortunate enough that I move really well. I don't really have any issues, but you know, you pick up your favorite coach's new book and you're like, all right, barbell deadlifts. And you go do them and you're like, fuck, why does my back hurt? And you realize you can't even touch your toes. Like your hands don't even go past your knees. And now you're forcing yourself to go down to a bar and you're rounding your back every single time. In my program, It's almost as individual as it can get for an online product. So I'm super, super stoked to get that going and have it released so I can share to the whole world, you know, what I love doing the best is making people move and feel better. So if you've been listening to my show for a while and want to support me, this is going to be it. If you are willing and able, if you've been enjoying my work, I would be so humbled and fortunate that when I release my book, you click that purchase button because that would mean the world to me. I'm going to leave it there because I said 10 minutes, but we're coming up to 20 Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting me on this show, listening each and every week, listening to me ramble about random shit, interviewing all these amazing people. If you have any feedback, feel free to reach out, click the show notes, add me on Facebook, share this podcast, leave me a review, and I'm going to continue giving the best fitness and health advice week in and week out. That's it for me, you guys.